Are I'm here? Are you here? Yeah, together, hearing stories, and it's wide see. Can't you feel it? Feel it? Feel the force come alive. Stop it now. Hey, everyone, we're back. That this embarrasses is me every time. <laughs> the awkward Asian in the room. Dude, just, <laughs> just embrace it. Stop being so stiff. Stop being so Chinese about it. Oh, that was <laughs> low. Just let your Colombian come out. <laughs> Get a bit loose. Yeah, I'll just start dancing in the background <laughs> when we release the video. <laughs> Guys, I think we're up to episode 15. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, we're getting 15. old. 16. We're 16. Sweet 16. And so it's time to have a party. Um, listeners all over the globe, shout out to those guys in Sweden. Um, we love you. Thanks for coming on the, the ride with us. Um, friends in Australia. Uh, we've got listeners in Brazil and um, all over North America. And we just thank you for tuning in, for staying with us from the beginnings. If you've missed any episodes, you know where to look. Check on Stitcher, iTunes, Google uh, Play, Google Play Music, yeah, SoundCloud, other stuff. <laughs> and we are getting more frequent with our Instagramming as well. So just get on North Shore Youth Corps if you've got any questions. We're getting ready to start devotions again soon. Yeah. If you've got any hate mail, just get on there. <laughs> Every, everything that's done on Instagram will be repeated on Facebook. Yeah. Hundred so percent. One you want to look at, you can do. <laughs> cool. Well, um, today super excited. Um, you know, I meet all kinds of interesting and beautiful people in my life, being a, a frolicker myself. And um, I just get this message from an individual that, you know, she's in Chicago and she's, she's traveling. And, and then I, I think back to myself, oh, yeah, my sister Melissa told me about this girl called Taya. And so Taya Cranson, um, a, a filmmaker from Colorado, just a creative genius, incredible storyteller was staying with my sister in Australia and so and she'll kind of open up a bit on that but I'm just I feel privileged that this awesome girl in her 20s would take her time out and she's in Colorado right now but she's joined us on Skype and so um Taya say hello hey everybody <laughs> I hope you listeners can hear her well thing is that the deal <laughs> <laughs> Taya, thank you so much for joining us right now. It's such an honor and a privilege. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm super happy to be here. Tell us where you're sitting right now. Uh, I'm actually sitting in my mom's empty health food store in Peonia, Colorado. <laughs> Why is it empty? Well, it's closed. Oh, and okay. my house oh, okay. doesn't have internet, so I, I stole their internet. <laughs> so she's got like legit, like organic vegan vibes she's got like you know probiotic everything and abc like what, what does she <laughs> have just in to there? clarify billy billy is the only vegan of, of us three so he's the only one really pushing <laughs> for this I was stuff like my mind started going ding 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 ding. i was just like wow that's really cool <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah she means she's not kidding around she's like gluten-free uh, taste free. <laughs> taste free. Egg wow. Free. <laughs> oh, she was kind of funny. She had to go there. Oh, that's cool. So, Taya, um, you and your good friend have got a, Sadie have got a company called Resolute Road, and you guys have been shooting Colorado, Phoenix, California, Australia, New Zealand, Hawaii. 
and um, you've really been trying to to tell this story. And I was just wondering if you can tell us about your most recent project. And this is something that we talked about for like an hour in that coffee shop in Chicago. And so yeah, just tell us about the most recent thing you've been working on and yeah, and, and how that kind of was birthed. Absolutely. Well, um, about four years ago, uh, a friend from college and I met up on top of a mountain in Colorado, actually. We hiked to the top of this 14,000 foot mountain and on the top we started talking about how we're about the age, you know, when we're supposed to be getting married, when we should probably be <laughs> settling down, quote unquote. <laughs> and, um, and you know, we were just kind of like, you know, what's the deal with that whole marriage thing? You know, what do you think about it? What, I, I don't know, I think as a woman, especially at the, the age that I'm at, um, mid-20s, uh, you kind of get asked that question a lot, like, all right, well, darling, <laughs> when are you getting married? And um, it's kind of like an, an expected thing, which, I I would love to one day, and I hope to, um, but but uh, as her and I began to talk, we started to figure out that we had kind of similar similar views and similar questions, and um, so that began this whole journey four years ago. Um, and we started talking about making this film about marriage, um, a wow. personal journey, trying to figure out you know uh, what what we think actually and and we thought you know because we're filmmakers through this journey of figuring out what we think why don't we film it and share it with other people who might be asking the same questions and uh yeah let them join us on our on our journey and figuring out what the deal is <laughs> oh, yeah wow. so it, if it makes you feel better yeah. all four people here are single <laughs> well, mate, I'm uh, wait, no, wait, no, not single. We're not married, actually. Not married. Engagement. I just real Billy and Ilyash are both with someone. <laughs> I, I am single. <laughs> I can relate to you, Taya. Sorry, girls out there. Nate is not on Tinder, but anyway. But um. Oh, please. Um, we do have to bring up Tinder every, every single, single time. <laughs> Taya, I'm wondering. Um, you wrote to me that. Um, 10 Facebook friends get engaged every weekend. Is that true? Or is that like a, uh, a guesstimation? It might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but that's what it feels like to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I've accidentally clicked the engagement button. So. You have. What? Accident. Really? As a 16 year old. No. What? Okay. You think your friend is 16? That's funny. That's really good. Um, <laughs> but definitely, like, we're just saturated, and I think it's like social media that really makes it all a lot more evident when couples are moving forward we just we just know the minute someone gets engaged everyone just knows it goes viral it goes viral fast and they get like those 500 likes on the photo with the ring it's kind of like oh wow my, my facebook's blowing up but it's so sad that on the other side of the spectrum it's like divorce is on the rise you know americans are probably at like 54 percent or something of marriages end up in divorce i think it's a bit higher than australia it's pretty bad, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I think yeah. for yourself... Sorry, you go, Taya. Were you about to oh, say? no, I was just going to agree with you. Yeah, I think the pendulum swings in my mind where I'm like super excited and super like, man, when I get engaged, it's going to be... It's going to be like I'll have arrived. You know, I'll get those 500 likes and my <laughs> life will have finally started. Yeah. And then on the other side, I'm like, man, that sounds like hard work. Yeah. And, you know, you see all these posts about 
people getting divorced like are angelina and brad really getting divorced oh, oh no you no. know <laughs> yeah and, and i think full on you get swings you know from like really exciting to really kind of intimidating <laughs> and and the thing is though is that as a guy because you're a christian and you're a christian girl mid-20s i'm a guy i'm 28 and i'm not married and i don't get near as much flack as someone like yourself because i'm a guy like it's Absolutely. a it's a lot and it's just and i'm not trying to be um you know, just patriarchal about it, but it's just kind of like, it's just easier as a guy in the sense of, I guess we don't need to think about our biological clocks and guys can age better than girls in a way of like, you know, it's, it's harder for an older girl to get married than it is for an older guy. And so basically I really want to, you know, just kind of unpack that. What is it like as a young evangelical girl, you know, in mid twenties, and like, cause we're three dudes. Let's just make it clear. Listens out there in case you were wondering. We have talked about relationships before. And we are guys, even though I have long hair and I love fashion, I am a guy. Okay. But there are like, I, I couldn't tell you, like even in our church, we have, we have a substantial, can you stop texting me, Taya? Well, yeah, we're hearing the dings. We're all these dings coming through. <laughs> we're getting it. Okay. And so like, I'm a guy. And I'm in my 20s because you guys don't need to think about marriage yet because if you think about marriage, people think you're crazy, but you're a girl. And so as, as a young evangelical girl in her mid-20s, it's like, tell us, that, just try and express to us as guys how it actually, like the experience of that, those questions and like, will I get married? Will I have kids? People question you. Why don't you have a boyfriend? Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's definitely quite the ride because you know, there is that biological ticking clock. And because I think a lot of times women are, as much as we don't like to admit it, uh, we are often valued by our, um, by our outward appearance. And of course, as we get older, that definitely gets less and less, um, uh, let's say, culturally accepted. Uh (laughs) And, um, and I think, I think a lot of people um, accept, you know, if you're not married, first of all, I've gotten the like, well, kind of what's wrong with you sort of thing, because wow. as a woman, that should be my goal in yep. life, I feel. Um, and, and I think it's getting a little bit less as the years go on. Um, but, but it definitely, especially in the church, feels like uh, that when I get married, I will have arrived. Yeah. Mm. And then I can, you know, start my ministry and I can start my um, having children and, you know, supporting my husband in his in his ministry as well, which is all amazing and awesome. And I'm not ragging on that at all. But as a single woman, it definitely you you tend to um, kind of compare yourself to those perfect girls on Instagram, you know, that are married and they post pictures of their handsome husband and their baby and they have arrived. And whereas I am still single and still traveling and, you know, it's not quite that like I'm still on the journey to arrive. I haven't arrived yet. And and I think that that, uh, even if we don't say it out loud, I think that that affects a lot of women in the church. Um, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's heavy. And so like you then, like with the arc of the film, the question then is asked, why get married? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so tell us about the experience of like the people that you interviewed, the places that you were like, tell us a bit about that journey. It's been a really cool journey actually. And, um, and I knew that I was going into this, making this film, um, because I was asking these questions for myself and that it was going to be a personal journey. And that's what we were focusing on. And, um, I didn't actually quite understand at the beginning what it would do to my heart and the ways that it would really, um, open up a, a big part of my heart and understanding. And it's been really cool to see, um, see people, just random people that we'll meet. And we begin this conversation about, you know, marriage and about, uh, just relationships in general and mm. how I think, uh, how I think ultimately people have that yearning in their hearts for intimacy and for, you know, that, that someone. And it's really amazing to see not only what it's been doing in, in my own heart and in, in talking about it, and, but also the couples that we've been interviewing. Um, it's been really cool to see them express their, their love and their gratitude for each other rather than, you know, you just live your life day, day by day. And, uh, mm. and I think it's been really cool for them to sit down and really think about, you know, like, oh, why are we married? Like, what are the good parts of our marriage and what are the really hard parts and how do we deal with that? Um, it's been really cool for me and, and hopefully for the people that we've interviewed too, to really, you know, be conscious about thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Wow. What made you want to, um, interview my sister and how did you end up connecting to that idea man that's a crazy story actually uh it was really god i can't put it any other way but uh i was sitting in the australian airport on my way to new zealand and i was like you know it'd be sweet to interview some people internationally and for some reason one of your sister's songs popped into my head and my brother had her cd when i was you know maybe 13 and it, I started singing this song and I was walking around the airport and I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. She, I think she lives in Australia somewhere. Maybe I should email her. Like, wh why not? What the hell? Like, let's do it. So, so I got on her, uh, her website and I wrote her an email. I was like, hey, um, you know, <laughs> we're going to be in town for four days. I don't know if you live anywhere near Sydney, but I'd love to, love to interview you because I heard she had um, gotten married and had started that journey and I was like man everybody's got an opinion and uh her her song popped into my head so why not and uh and she ended up emailing me back and asking me to come stay with them and so me and my friend came and stayed with them and ended up coincidentally connecting with the other person that I emailed she, I was just another random person I knew in Australia. They lived in the same town and knew each other, and they were two completely separate contacts in my mind. It was just crazy. And just yeah, for all the viewers really out cool there, experience. if you think I'm unorganized, my sister Melissa hates technology. She never, <laughs> she never even goes on Instagram. She hates it. Even though she's got a following on YouTube, she never updates anything. She, she hates computers. And somehow she responded to Taya, like, it's just not common. <laughs> and so, like, probably, like, a day yeah. later, <laughs> Melissa's, I've called Melissa, and Melissa's like, hey, Billy, these are my new friends from America. And, like, and so it's just not a common thing for Melissa to do to kind of just, like, respond to an email promptly. And so it's really cool, and I think it's probably a supernatural thing. It's so rad, and I'm sure you've got some great content. content. My sister Melissa has kind of a bit of a fairy tale story and that's probably what you would have picked up on a little bit, Taya, that 
She was a girl that never had a kiss before she met her husband. She'd never had a boyfriend. And at the age of 23, they start dating. And then he asks her to marry her and it's just perfect. And he's got a stable job and he works in a Christian university. It's kind of like a bit of yeah, a cookie that, that cutter. Actually sounds really, you know I mean? That actually sounds really perfect. And now they live in Avondale, which is like the Andrews, Berrien Springs of Australia. Oh, oh yeah. Like the Adventist village of Australia. So it's just kind of like... Everything kind of just it's, just, it's that story. And I'm not saying that, there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but Taya, it's kind of like a bit of it. And she's this radiant and she's a beautiful mom with two very healthy <laughs> babies. It's kind of like everything's too perfect. It works out, yeah. You know, so <laughs> actually, actually, yeah. just really quickly, can, can we, which song was that that popped into your head? I don't know, just, just um, out of curiosity. This, the song that popped into my head was. Um, um, it's like from her first album, I think. And let's see, what is it called? It's like, it's uh, all right. you... oh, that's a good one. That one was also in my head. <laughs> it was the trust, like, um, you know, my thoughts, you trust, dang it. Trust, trust me, in... trust in me. Uh, Something like that. Okay. Was... Well, what, what about, what, ab- what about it? Like hit you to contact her? Or like hit you to think it of was, It was crazy. I just was, you know, how your mind wanders. And I don't know if you guys have this, but with women's minds, it's like spaghetti. Like everything molds into each other. Like you have one thought and like 10 seconds later, you're like 10 miles away. And somehow it like loops back to the beginning thought. And, <laughs> and I, <laughs> it was crazy. I just started thinking. Yeah. Is it the song? Like, Trust and then I was in like, your hmm, father like, has love. Don't let doubt come into your oh, heart. Oh, gosh. Is that one? Every breath that, was... that you breathe is a gift from home. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> I don't know that, if that was it. No, wait. That was on the same album, though. Yeah, just I don't know. Just keep going through the album. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Okay. If we do find the song, we will play it, yeah, in, we'll a, play it. in a break that we're going to have right now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we're going to take a break right now and we're going to hear a song from my sister and have a listen to a, a video clip audio from Tay's film. Catch you guys soon. Ted, when did you know you wanted to be a farmer? When I saw the miracle of putting a seed in the ground and it's sprouting and started growing and then I could take care of it and love it and watch it bear fruit I was like and then you could eat it and enjoy it and you could feel the love so you know this is the lifestyle Heavens, it's like 
if you feel like you're alive, you know I'm a part of this. God created me to be a part of this.
And all I am and have is because you are love And your grace is amazing Welcome back, guys. We found the song Truth Is. And so I hope we hope you liked it. It's amazing just hearing about this film. Man, thank you so much for sharing that Vimeo film with us. Taya, um, I'm sure there's going to be a proper trailer coming soon. Okay, I want to ask you guys, Nate and Eliash, okay, around North Shore Youth Corps with our like ministry community, do you ever feel a little bit not sad, but just kind of like you sympathize for women that are in their 20s or 30s that aren't dating or married. Do you ever, do you ever, does your heart sink at all as I a think, guy? I think that's overly specific just for women. I think I actually feel bad for anyone who's cool. not here, who's <laughs> up there. Like, and there are definitely a couple people in the church. I know Ilyash and I have the same couple people in mind, but like you definitely wonder, you know, what, what's their story? Yeah. How did it come that? You know, they just didn't get the quote-unquote fairy tale story, right? Mm. Right, right, right. Yeah. The cool part that I've been finding is, like with Melissa and Jason, for instance, their story is so beautiful and so you know fairy tale. But talking to them and really seeing, um, you know, the the questions and the struggles they have behind it, it's so human. It's not just like they're perfect and they found the perfect person and totally. now they're the perfect couple. It's like, it's like seeing how, you know, two unperfect people can come together and yeah. God moves and how, you know, relationships are so valuable in how, you know, um, like I hope, well, you guys hopefully will see it in the movie, but for instance, uh, Melissa was talking about when they were engaged and how she was like, you know, how do I know you're the one? There's like this whole the wow. one thing that yeah. goes that goes on in the Christian world, I feel like. And he was like, you know, I, it really struck me what he said. He said something like, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm the one. I am a one and yeah. we could get married and live a happy life and love each other and have an amazing family life. And, and that that is something you could choose or you could choose to say no to me and I'm sure some other amazing person will come along and you could choose him and you guys will choose to love each other every day but it's about what you choose right now do you want to choose to love me now or or do you want to choose something different and and I think that really struck me it's a really good uh, answer wow. yeah I think uh, one thing my mom always says is that you could end up with anyone. You could be happy, happily married to anyone. And obviously not anyone, anyone. But it's like that idea that it's open. But it's about who God chooses to put you with. Right? Yeah. And I feel like 
that's that's actually something really important for Christians. But I want to challenge that, man. Like, there's so many people that God could put you with. Oh, well, that's God. But that's, like, kind of where God leads you, I mean. But what if you, like... Reject God. <laughs> if, if my spouse gets taken away in some storm when she's surfing, and then... But she was the love of my life, and she was the one that God gave me. What about the next person? Is she the one that God gave me as well? Well, it's not necessarily a one-one thing in that it's... It's, and obviously so many different situations come up that are really hard. But it's, it's once again, I think it's about God's will, right? And so if God is, it's in God's will that, you know, you end up with someone else after your first wife that she passed away. You know, that's, it's obviously, I think, you know, it's very hard to determine what's black and white. Because that was the hardest thing, I think, Taya, for like my sister Melissa working through that. Like when we were touring in Hong Kong, my sister was really unsure. She knew that Jace was about to, to ask her to, ma- to be married. And it was just kind of like, she was like really wrestling, super emotional, just like, oh, I don't know, like, how am I supposed to know? Like, are there other people that'd be better? I don't know. Like, there's all these things, like, how do I know? It's, you know, and so it's just like, I think sometimes, like you were saying, Tay, you kind of just have to become just a little bit like choleric and rational about it. And just like, because I think yeah. that as Christians, we can over-spiritualize things and we can, op- can get kind of superstitious. And then some random idiot Christian guy says, but God's shown me that you're the one. And then that messes Uh everything up because that, those kinds of things have happened to my sisters and it ruined them. Mm -hmm. Or like a cousin has like this prophetic dream that if you marry this person, they're not going to be good for you. It's like, we can always like make things really superstitious, but it's kind of like, (laughs) I think what my sister did really, really well with Jace is like, Jace loves me. Jace is a man of God. Jace treats me so well. Um, Jace is stable emotionally, financially. Like there's just these things that were really, really clear. And I think it's just as much as it is, it's so much more important just to pray and open up your heart to God for direction. But I just really believe there are certain things that are solid, you know, that aren't ambiguous, Mm -hmm. that are tangible truths about why you should be with this person. So, yeah. Yeah. And I also, I mean, I want to add to that. I think that, you know, the whole thing is God gave us a choice. He, he yeah. gave us a choice to choose to love him every day, to choose to, you know, what are you going to, like, choosy this day, it says in the Bible. Yeah. And, um, and I think that, I think that God leads people into our lives, like potentials, you yeah. know, like Melissa could choose Jason. And, yeah. and if she didn't, he would lead somebody else into her life. And I think that that is, that's a cool concept for me to be like you know like god put this person in my life yes Uh but he always gives me it's never like oh this is the one and if you don't choose right it's over like you failed you're you know god's not gonna show up for you or give you a spouse or whatever i think it's cool to be like you know what i'm choosing this person because yeah because he loves the lord because he treats me well and not only am i choosing him today Hmm. but i'll choose him tomorrow and the next day and the next day i think it's a continual choice rather than just a a one solid like oh you're the one i choose you and then tomorrow you're like man did i make the wrong choice you're like no 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 today i have to choose it again yeah you know i I, love that oh sorry oh you know i'm gonna i gotta say like and i'm only 17 but i'm still gonna share the story (laughs) again but like you know as someone who who has dated I won't say how many times, but like, you know, I remember I've talked on this podcast about how I've been with someone. Obviously, that went on for like a year almost and, you know, eventually ended pretty hard. Right. And then, you know, when 
when someone you know decides to break that type of trust you have in a relationship you automatically actually go to that and it goes for guys too like oh is is did someone just screw up my love life for the rest of my life right or will i have to deal with this before a few years before i can be quote unquote healed from being this like bad like well what's the term uh like uh, it's not good material what is it it's like but the, the damaged idea of goods. damaged goods, thank you. I was waiting for that. Like, I, I, am I damaged goods for a few years because, you know, someone, someone broke that trust in a relationship? You know, it's, it, it, it goes for anyone at any time, right? And obviously, it definitely probably gets harder for people who are in longer relationships later in their life. But I think the, the idea still goes for, like, people, when they're in a relationship, they automatically want to have that type of trust but it's hard to give it. And when even when you do, you know, if, if it changes, it's like that type of change in any relationship just rocks your whole world, right? It's like, um, it's not like, it's not the same as a family member, but it's almost as close. Mm. And so like, I, I definitely, I definitely think that one of the things that I've learned from the past, like, what is it about past year, at least mm. from growing from that experience is just learning how to retrust in God. As I said on the last episode, you know, just being willing to trust in God no matter what, to know that he can put you with anyone, right? And to not get into this mentality of you're not good enough or get into the mentality that, oh, you're not worth it for however long. Yeah, that's good. Elias, yeah. um, um, Elias's father passed away yeah. a few months ago, but I can honestly say I've, I've never met a lady in a long time they just raved about her husband so much and like mm. honestly i don't know Eliash, would you like you've obviously like you would be more confident going into a marriage situation because there's been such an awesome marriage demonstrated to you right right what's because right. because i haven't grown up with that my parents have been on the rocks my whole life and so it was something that always made me nervous about even the idea of marriage and I think insecure in my previous relationships. But just tell me about that. What's it like to grow up in like a secure family environment? Right. And I, I think um, uh, growing up in that environment, I, like I remember, um, uh, obviously it's the right thing to get married. Um, you know, y- you should. It, um when you find what, the person. what I mean, when you find the person, it's right to it's right to get married. But I remember when I when I was when I was little, I heard someone say like, "Oh, I stood up in my parents' wedding," and I'm like, "What? That's not possible." You know what I mean? So I I, th- I thought like because of the image I had of a perfect marriage, I had no idea that there were imperfect marriages out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. um, because of that, I think I can try to yeah. be as perfect as I can be. Yeah. In a marriage in the future. That's really cool because back to with Tay's film, because like divorce is just going through the roof. It's, it's amazing to see just God's blessings over marriages. And when like, when people do make the decision um, to be like, to surrender to God's will every day and to surrender to each other, like there is a blessing and there is union. And like, how many kids do you really see these days saying my parents had an awesome marriage or have an awesome marriage? It's pretty rare. Yeah. I, I think I shared, yeah. I shared with this, to you yesterday or was it the day before but like we were talking and like how my parents you know they got married and they said all right we're not getting divorced like we know we've been through so much together all throughout you know high school and college and then when they finally got married they're like we know like what where god is leading us we were not getting divorced because we know that's not god's plan for us they just knew it and they just went into it with such fire they knew that they they 
they were going to eventually, even no matter how much they argued, because my parents argued a lot. You know, they knew that they were going to make it work because they just felt God's hand in it. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. as, as Ilyash said, it's as, as perfect as you can be. You know, and obviously sometimes, whether it's in marriage or a relationship, sometimes things, things go wrong. And as I personally experienced, you, you just have to keep on trusting in God. And I think, like, eventually having the fire to go into a relationship, like, where you know that God's going to, in the long run, make it work. I think that's something really, really underrated, especially in today's society. And so, like, I think it's not something you can just say, oh, yes, I've been this with this person for a couple of years, so I know he's the one. No, it's got to be stronger than that. It's really got to be something God leads you to. And if God doesn't lead you to that, like, even in your late 20s, you know, he just doesn't lead you. And I feel like it is it is sometimes wrong for society to pressure young people to get married if God hasn't led them to that place in their life yet. Mm, wow. Steve, man, thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. Taya, thoughts? Where are you at? Thoughts? Oh, well, I have a couple. I was, well, it was really cool to see that, you know, I forget who said it, who was saying it, but about how you didn't know that there was, um, that there were imperfect. Yeah, it's Eliash. You know? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And I, and I think that's so cool, but I also kind of, you know, on the flip side, I think there are people who don't even know that there are good marriages out there. Right, right, for sure. So much, and yeah, and I think that that's you know that's so sad because I think there is, like you're saying, like all of you are saying, there's something so beautiful about not only uh, two people coming together in love, and but also seeing what true commitment means, like over a long period of time, despite all circumstances, despite the hardship, what it means to commit, and I think that that, um, like. Uh, I don't know. I think it's it's something really cool. I my parents were not perfect by any means. They fought, they argued, and I thought marriage looked like torture for the majority of my life. Um, but they, kind of like you were saying, they made the commitment, and they they were like, you know what? God put us here, and we are going to choose to stay here no matter what. And and finally, after I think they've been married for 34 years, it's really cool wow. to see them kind of getting to a place where they're they're starting to fall in love again you know all the kids are grown and they're 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 taking time to really see each other and each other's hearts it's not just like busy and you know trying to survive it's trying to fall in love again and it's so cool to see after 34 years what really committing to someone can create you know um it's really powerful and and i think that that in our society we're kind of losing touch with what commitment looks like or means, you know, because, you know, if you buy a shirt, for instance, uh, and you hate it, you take it back. If you get food and you're like, actually, this wasn't what I wanted, you take it back. Like, we aren't really forced to commit to anything yeah. in our lives. It's it's kind of just like a, like a, so a word true. that we don't even practice on a day-to-day basis. And so I think that learning what commitment means and what it looks like and Hopefully, you know, showing people that good marriages, even if they're hard, are out there. That real commitment is out there, you know? Yeah. Like, every time I, I hear in the Bible that, you know, like, we're Christ's bride, it always convicts me thinking, like, wow, men, like, I should commit to a wife the way God has committed to his people here on earth. And, like, the way mm. Christ has committed to his people on earth. And 
that like gets me every time. And it actually, it's almost daunting because I think, wow, I have to commit that much. You know, I have to put that much heart and soul into one person, into one relationship. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm 17, but like, I think like even down the line, would I be able to do it? And I can see why, like, you know what, even in their, even as time progresses, some people, you know, it takes time to just be mentally ready for that type of commitment. Mm. That's beautiful. Taya, um, I want to know, you, you've some, you're, you're a young person who's really just kind of stepped out in faith over the last little bit, and you're working as a barista for a while, um, but you really felt in your heart that it was time to really just step out, and um, you got some money together, and, and you started to plan these adventures. I, I want to know a bit more about that, and I was just really... My, my traveling soul inside was starting to kind of like light up when you started sharing some of your stories and <laughs> places you've been. And so can you just like, just maybe give some encouragement of, for like young people about just, sounds cliche, but just following your dreams. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you, yeah, you've kind of done that, you know, over the last little while. And so just share a bit of that part of your journey. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's been really cool, actually, the last couple years of my life, um, I have worked my butt off and and also been really blessed by God to, um, he's really showed up. And when I've asked for things, he's really been like, <laughs> maybe not in the way that I expect, he's really shown up and taking good care of me. And I felt really blessed to be able to um, like step out and be like, you know, I, you know, I want to be a filmmaker. I want to make films that really encourage people. I want to make films that are creative and touch people's hearts. And, mm. and I think the time is now. Like God put um, my friend who and my business partner Sadie in my life, uh, and it's been really cool to see, you know, as a, I mean, despite our chagrin of being single and you know unmarried and whatever, it's been really cool to be like, you know, I am single and I am so excited to. See step out to quit all my jobs to to really step out in faith and be like all right god like if you want this yeah this documentary you got to do it and over and over and over and like i said it's usually never the way <laughs> that we think it's supposed to look but um to see god show up and to be like all right well now is the time like it's not in 10 years when i'm i've got a, a husband to support my filmmaking career <laughs> it's it's right now and yeah. um and it's been cool to step out in that and really be like, wow, okay, I don't, I don't need all of the, the, um, <laughs> the comforts of, of my 20s right now. I'm fine living out of my car for a bit. I'm fine taking random jobs. But ultimately, like, I am totally excited and blessed to be able to go after what I love. And yeah. I want to be a filmmaker. And seeing, you know, not only is it just this like, oh, I'm following my dreams thing where God has shown up. But it's also like, man, I want to work my butt off to yeah. to make this film. I want to really put the hours in and really, you know, struggle with the times when we've been really rejected by, by people we've asked to interview or really encouraged when this interview we never thought we would get, you know, comes through. Like with Melissa, that was so crazy, the connection yeah. that we made. It was just awesome. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been quite the journey and it's been so fun to see that when you ask you really <laughs> you really receive in, yeah, in for sure. probably a different way than you think you will <laughs> yeah um 
and, and I guess like so many of those times asking for interviews, it's a very vulnerable thing, right? <laughs> like you've got yeah. this story and you're approaching this person who might have some kind of status in this niche that you're looking in. It's like, mm. it takes some confidence. And so when you were sharing about your drive tower, like I was seriously really, really, I was inspired because I'm like, this chick is like, she's got some conviction, you know, and she's just chasing <laughs> it. And I think we need more people like you. So, oh, you know, gosh, and you. so I don't know, <laughs> is there any kind of, um, especially I want you to speak to young girls, Taya, we're about to wrap up, but just, is there anything you want to say to young girls right now? And maybe even that girl that is single and maybe not even just in the context of relationship, but I think just maybe, I think something that I really took away from talking to you is that you do have a healthy paradigm about dealing with the singleness question and just not <laughs> waiting for that guy, but really just living in the present. Um, mm, and just yeah. chasing what God's laid on your heart. You know, I think that's really, really beautiful. Is, is there anything you can speak into that? Absolutely, man. Um, I, there's so much that I could say on that subject. I think for all the young girls out there, um, I often, you know, think about how much time I have spent dreaming of the day when I meet that man, you know, yeah. when I meet my, my soulmate, my, my Romeo. one. Yeah. Exactly. When I meet my Romeo and, and although those fantasies are amazing and fun and like, it's, it's awesome to have hope in that. It's also been so cool for me the last little while to, um, to really, to really, well, okay. I was praying the other day (laughs) and I was like, God, like I am so, I don't really know what to do in this area. Like I, I don't, you know, it's just such a, I don't know, it's a, it's a confusing thing being like, what do I do with relationships and whatever? And, and the word that just kept coming over and over to me was like, seek me, mm. seek me. And, oh. and it, was, it was such a conviction to me to not be seeking my spouse, not be seeking my, uh, you know, my arrival date when I'm finally a, wow. a real woman who can have babies, but, but somebody who is legitimately seeking God. Somebody who's really um, not just in not just in like out there, but in my own heart. Like, okay, God, I want to be brave enough to be vulnerable with you and be like, man, I'm really struggling in this and this and this. And and like, I hope I hope that at the end of my life, that not God doesn't, you know, it's, when I get to heaven, it's not like, wow, Taya, you were perfect. I hope that He says, you know what, Taya, I saw your heart the whole time. Uh-huh. I. S- you opened your heart up to me and you, you let me know when you were struggling and you, ne- you let me know when you were so excited and, and you followed me. That's what I hope he says to me. And, um, and that's what I've been trying to live by mm. recently. I love that. You know, Taya, from just from talking to you, I can definitely hear, especially from your story, I guess your situation, that you're definitely someone who's willing to be dependent on God more than a spouse or other people. Yeah. And I think that's that's really yeah. powerful. That's a great way to break it down. Awesome. Yeah, and it's actually it's cool because um, my dad said something recently, and he's been married, you know, for so long. And he said, you know, what makes a really successful marriage is remembering the source of love, yeah. and the source is not each other. The source is is God. And if you can remember the source, you will be so happy in yourself, and thus your spouse will be really happy. 
and and in in he's like not even just in in a relationship but in day-to-day life like remember the source like the source isn't my phone the source isn't my you know my facebook or my friends or my like my really amazing outfit i just bought the source is god and if i remember that then um i don't know i think it's sky's the limit anything is possible if you remember the source you know it's great hey uh well I know that we've just been so overjoyed to have you and learnt so much. Wow. Boys, grateful. We have, we have gratitude, Taya. And uh, we just want to just say to everyone out there, Taya's got this great film coming out. Um, check out Resolute Road. They're on Instagram. What is the name of the film? Have you actually got a name for the film? Well, we, <laughs> we've been tossing ideas around this so far and this is pending we might change it but so far we <laughs> we have um what was it oh my gosh till death do us part question mark whoa hello <laughs> whoa drop, drop the mic <laughs> have you we, we i told, i asked you about a launch date <laughs> you know, right? do you guys um do you think it's going to be available like early next year that's the goal and uh yeah. again check back with us we're gonna we this has been really like a step-by-step journey just because we don't have all of our funds in yet and we're not exactly sure um what it's gonna look like but our goal right now and it could change but our goal right now is to have it um out and at least the rough cut done by the beginning of the next year cool wow that's awesome sounds really good but it'll probably just be going into festivals and different things you should really push it in film festivals so guys the way that films usually work like for those of you that didn't know i'm also i've done film as well and i've made films and done independent documentaries kind of similar to Taya. but if a film's good you put it in a bunch of film festivals you get like a distributed like email these different films and they go and like usually your film has like a shelf life of about a year in festivals before you put it on youtube or vimeo yeah, yeah. okay that's how you work so i really hope for the best Taya. i think it's a it's a story that's worth being told 100 percent so um, guys, follow Taya on Instagram. What's your Instagram, Taya? The Resolute Road, or you can look me up. My personal one is Taya Rose. Taya Rose, T-A-Y-A Rose. Yeah, so close, T-E-Y-A. Well, Billy, you're looking right at the name. What, T-E-Y-A? <laughs> you said T-A-Y-A. No, I'm saying it in my Aussie accent. Oh. T- oh, T-A. Okay, yeah. sorry guys. Yeah. 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 Okay, we gotta go. We're way over time. Um guys, thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Taya. Cool.